This podcast is a presentation of University of California Television. Like what you hear? Consider making a donation at uctv.tv slash donate so we can continue to bring you more great programs. There's not a single food I'm going to tell you to give up for the rest of your life, including Krispy Kreme donuts. Or what you just imagine in your head for a moment, the, the most unhealthy food you can possibly think of And I'll say, I'm not going to tell you to stop that. Because I really believe it's not actually the Kentucky Fried Chicken or the Krispy Kreme Donut or even the double double Whopper Burger that is the problem. I believe it's our relationship with these foods that is the problem. If I had a Krispy Kreme Donut right here, I, I might even take a bite just to prove it to you. But if I was eating that a dozen a day, my relationship with that has become distorted, right? And that's when it becomes problematic. So this is why I love talking about this is because wherever you're at, that's okay. We can meet you there and then just ask yourself, what does it look like to take one step in a healthier direction? And doesn't that feel so much more inviting than feeling like, oh, I can't do that, Whatever that means. Usually I say, I was just asking you to eat less processed foods and fewer animal products and more fruits and vegetables. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. I can do that. So eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Whether I'm giving a presentation to physicians, like a few months ago when I gave a talk at the American Academy of Family Physicians inaugural lifestyle medicine conference with over 130 family docs, I showed this slide. Or my kids, when I was giving lectures in their second grade class and was invited to be a guest speaker, I showed this slide. Because I really do think that health is about simplicity. It's not complicated. Under this whole food plant-based paradigm, these are the new four food groups that you're predominantly eating from, fruits, vegetables, legumes, so beans, peas, lentils, and whole grains, oatmeal, brown rice, quinoa. My, most people, when they think of whole grains, the, the whole grain that comes to mind is wheat. But for the first time just last week, I ate wheat in a way I've never eaten before, wheat berries. It's actually the, you know, the actual wheat grain before they've ground it up into flour. And it was absolutely delicious. You can almost use it as sort of like a rice and put whatever you want on top of it. And there you're eating it in an even less processed form than whole grain bread. So my world of whole grains and legumes has, has opened up greatly uh, since embarking on this journey. I put an honorable mention for nuts and seeds because that absolutely is part of it. Um, I just put a little bit of caution because it is a very calorically dense food. And so many of my patients come trying to lose weight. And so, you know, if they think that nuts and seeds is a core group, they might go to Costco, buy a bin, and eat it in front of the television thinking they're doing right by themselves. But anything in excess, especially seeds and nuts, can become problematic. So usually I tell my patients about one maybe two ounces of nuts and seeds a day. So here's just some typical meals. Um, This is what I had for uh, breakfast this morning, steel-cut 
um, steel cut oats, and I'll usually put mashed banana in it for sweetness so that I don't have to put any added sugar. Um, I put frozen blueberries, whatever fruit I have on hand. Lots of soups. Um, raise your hand if you have an instant pot. Anyone here? Okay, so a few people have an instant pot. It's one of my favorite pressure cooker tools, and I just throw whatever vegetables and grains I have in, in the cupboard or the fridge, and out comes a new creation each time. Uh, lots of uh, gorgeous salads. Um, and then here's a typical plate where you got rice and chickpeas uh, and a, a vegetable medley. As mentioned, I do give lectures at Kaiser Permanente in Santa Rosa, and Kaiser is really get, Kaiser is the largest managed care organization in the entire United States. And more and more Kaiser doctors and health professionals are really embracing a whole food plant-based diet to the point that they've made this graphic of what a sort of quintessential plant-based plate for lunch or dinner might look like, where you see half the plate as some sort of grain, in this case quinoa, uh, black beans, and then um, half the plate filled with various vegetables. And then fruit is nature's candy. So 90% of the time, fruit is my dessert. The other 10% is special occasions. And again, it's not, this is not a diet of, in my mind, restriction, where I can't do this, I can't do that. Again, if you bring it back to that word relationship, it's just asking yourself, how do I improve my relationship with certain foods and get more of the healthier ones and less of the less healthy ones? This is hot off the press, my dad's creation from three hours ago. It's, in fact, it's digesting in my stomach right now. There are 11 different vegetables and legumes in this creation. I think, just to list some of them off, we've got carrots, uh, we have cabbage, we have tofu, tomatoes, uh, he put okra in it, bell peppers, garlic, um, and uh, did not add any salt. To, you know, the vegetables really just infuse it with a, with a beautiful taste. It takes, we call it taste neuroadaptation. In other words, maybe the first time you eat lower salt or lower sodium, it, it tastes like bland to you, but you would be surprised that over time your taste buds really do neuroadapt. And nowadays, what seems bland to someone else will be, for me, very salty. So you just have to give your, your body time. It was absolutely delicious, by the way. So really, I think a picture, as my mom and dad said, a picture says a thousand words. I think this picture really captures it. That, and I first saw this back in 2015 when I saw Dr. Dean Ornish, who is another pioneer Many of you have heard of him, maybe read his books. He shared a, a slide very similar to this that showed um, what you see here as two doctors mopping up the floor. And in some ways, this is what it feels like within the medical system at times, that we're, we're mopping up the floor with medications and surgeries and referrals and procedures with there being one big problem, which is that the faucet is going on full blast, as you can see, in the background. So we're not actually addressing the root cause. We're treating symptoms. We're making numbers look better. 
And in some cases, we're helping to improve conditions, but we're not addressing the root cause. And I really do believe that through changing one's food and one's nutrition, that you are taking a step towards turning off the faucet. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.com.